0: Welcome to Chew the Fat with me, let's leave our mark, baby! Welcome to Chew the Fat with me, your host, Maddie Maxi. Chew the Fat is about leaving a mark on the world, but old school style. We'll chat leisurely, but prolonged, about life, love, growth, success, trials, and more. We'll talk about the fun and easy topics and the tougher ones too. This podcast is made to try and bring love and peace back to the forefront through the old soul of a young woman with a childlike heart and spirit that soars freely. So this is season one episode five of Chew the Fat podcast and this is actually the final episode of 2021. So thank you very much for joining This is a follow-up to Season 1, Episode 4, where we did Irrational and Abusive Men, and we heard from the woman's perspective. So this time, the men are speaking out. So we're going to start with some introductions on who's joining me. So we're going to go around the room, and I just want you to provide your name, your age, where you're from, and then if you could please answer the following two questions. The first one being, do you have or do you come from a two-parent household? And then do you have a mentor? And if so, how long have they been in your life? And if you need me to repeat anything at any point in time, please let me know. So we will go ahead and start off with Donnell. Go ahead and introduce yourself, please.
1: Hey, how you doing? I am uh, Donnell Roberts. I am 32. I basically grew up in in the Detroit area, uh, Detroit, Michigan. Um, I did come from a, uh, or I do come from a two-parent household. My mom and my uh, step pops. And um, what was the last question?
0: If you have a mentor and if no, I
1: don't. Yeah, no, I, I don't have a mentor. Um, I, I'm ex-military. I had one in the military, but I mean, it's been years since. That was kind of you know a different different thing. So no.
0: Absolutely. Thank you very much for that, Donnell. Let's go ahead and move to Willie.
2: All right. My name is uh, Willie Green. I'm from uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, currently in Phoenix. Uh, I come from a single-parent household, just my mom, and I don't have any mentors.
0: Okay. Thank you very much, Willie. And Sean?
3: Yeah, my name is uh, uh, Sean, C-H-A-W-N, now Sean. Uh, I'm from uh, Chandler, Arizona uh, here where it's hot and uh, i I come from it's kind of a, a mixed bag my uh, my mom like, was pretty much a single parent but uh, you know I had a stepfather and then unfortunately he passed away when I was younger and then you know my mom by herself and then I had another stepfather for the majority of my life. so I kind of experienced both bags so it's, it's uh, a little bit of both on that one And then what about a mentor Do
0: oh, you have-
3: no, uh, unfortunately, that was a, a value that I discovered later on in life, and uh, I didn't take advantage uh, earlier on, so no, I, I do not have one.
0: Okay. Thank you for introducing yourself, and finally, let's talk to Carlos. Thank you hear me? I can hear you now, but I hear something else. Sounds like okay. you Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: Carlos, uh, 24, uh, 26. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I grew up I had I had both of my parents. Um they separated when I was when I got older, when I was like eighteen. Um and mentors, I mean I kinda have like I kind of consider some of my brothers mentors.
0: Okay. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen, for all introducing yourselves. So we're gonna go ahead and get into the questions. And um, of course these are questions asked by women for you men. So let's go ahead and jump into question number one. And I'm going to direct question number one to Donnell. And that question is, does the abusive behavior from men to women come from lack of a father figure? Or is it a poor example of what a man should act towards a woman? Or do you think it's society standards? Take it away, Donnell, when you're ready. Can you hear me? Yeah, can hear you now.
1: Okay. Uh, I just got one question for you in regards to that. And yeah. I hate to try to make it like a race thing, but I think culturally it makes a difference. It, are we like, I guess everybody on here um, has some sort of, or is some sort of like a Black American, right? Or African American. So I guess... Answering that question from, from the only perspective that I can, I think, mm-hmm. I think, um, growing up in a single parent or two parent household, because like some, I mean, my mom was a single mother at one point in time, and then and then she became a uh, got married. So okay. I guess growing up with a single parent household, a man typically becomes a little more emotional than he would if his father was there, right? And I think that that definitely plays a a significant part of of an individual. Now, I mean, that's not, I'm not saying it's like a cookie cutter, you know, response for everybody, but Mm -hmm. when we, when we look at a man being a man, there's certain characteristics that, that a man must possess, right? And a boy doesn't necessarily possess those characteristics and i think the biggest struggle today is that there are adult adults that are boys but they're not men you know what i mean and it kind of conflicts because just because a person is of age he could be 32 same age as me but still not be a man within his mind you know what i mean a man is basically based off of your 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 daily actions your morals your values mm
0: mm-hmm. Okay, So you're kind of on the fence, it sounds like a bit, with the lack of father figure that it could potentially come from that, you know, kind of having to set up be more emotional because he only has that woman role model.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And then it, it, it like I think in, in dealing I mean, you have to have a mentor, but just to be around quality men, men of quality, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, what most most boys have is an uncle or their neighborhood, you know what I mean? That, that has somebody in there that's just th- grabbing them and throwing them up under your wing and you don't even realize. It.
0: And then, so on the other side of it, having any male figures in your life, do you think it's also stems from having a poor example of how men treat women? Like you can have that father figure or that person there but if they're not treating the woman in their life correctly, do you think that has something to do with it as well?
1: Say, I'm sorry. Say that again.
0: So do you think that having a poor example of how a man treats a woman also plays a role into that? So they can be there, they can be present, but if they're not treating the woman with respect, do you feel like that is
1: a direct reflection of how that individual is going to grow up? That's not necessarily true. It, it's, it's a case by case basis because some of some of your your best leaders are good leaders because they had a poor example. You know what I mean? And it showed them everything what not to do. So it's, it's really up to the individual and what what they perceive to be right and wrong, because we all understand what I mean, a, a toddler understands what right and wrong is. It's up mm-hmm. to the individual, the man to look himself in the mirror and correct himself. You know what I mean? You can take the same road and make the same mistakes over and over. Or you can, you can stop, slow down, assess your situation, and then get back on track and choose the correct route or what you deem to be the correct route. And there's no cookie-cutter response for that.
0: Okay. I like that. So we'll go ahead and move into the next question. And I did rearrange these just a little bit. So question number two, I'm going to go ahead and give to Sean. And that question is, is verbal abuse, which can be done orally, gestured, or in written language, is it more common and acceptable than physical abuse, and do, do you think it takes a psychological toll on the woman, speaking from a man's perspective?
3: So, uh, just to make sure I understand this, so as far as a man verbally abusing a female, do I feel like it affects them in a negative way?
0: yeah so do you think that the verbal abuse is more common and acceptable than physical abuse is, and then do you think that verbal abuse takes a psychological toll on a woman?
3: Uh, you know in society standards, absolutely verbal abuse is, is more acceptable because you know if anybody who sees a, another man put his hands on a woman has an issue with it you know or, or they really should um so I think that when it comes to this verbal abuse thing, you know, everybody has this mind your own business sense. And, you know, I think that kind of condones it in a sense where, you know, you just let people kind of run rampant. Um, but a psychological toll. Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm somebody who's recently, I've uh, taken a, uh, a spiritual journey. So my perspective might be a little bit different than others, but I can absolutely understand because I was in a negative light for a period of time. And, um, you know, I, I used to consider myself a, a verbal assassin. You know, whenever it came to psychologically uh, manipulating and destroying women, you know, that was something I was a master at. And uh, you know, I wouldn't let let go of a woman's past. I'd make sure that they remembered it every single day. You know, I uh, made sure that uh, I, I felt like they couldn't be with anybody outside of myself. And uh, you know, out as I have grown and and uh, more so, you know, it, it comes from having your own personal issues right like it comes from from lack of love and that's one thing that i've come to realize is that you have to learn how to really love yourself before you can do anything else and uh with that you know what what it does is i I can see how it affects people you know for a long time to come especially if there's no reconciliation you know that's that's the biggest thing i feel like apologies can mend a lot of stuff but you know a, a lot of these situations people are entitled uh, they say things that they know that they don't mean or that they are sorry for, but they don't apologize. And these people are, are going around with these uh, negative thoughts in their head that were provided to them. And it's, you know, constantly replaying and other people aren't, you know, mentally as strong as, as, you know, everybody else, you know what I mean? So some people might take something a lot harder than the next person, or they may might not know how to uh, mentally deal with it and and put their on the straight and narrow uh, in a mental sense, whereas other people will just break down, and, and I've seen it happen time and time again, and when somebody, you know, gets convinced of something that they're really not or negative, whatever, you know, and if that's provided by a man, because a lot of cases, right, your man's supposed to be the leader, so people are looking up to them, females in particular, and uh, whenever the, the leader is telling them that they're less than on a constant basis, you know, it's, kind of hard for them not to believe that in some sense.
0: Okay. I love that perspective. And so you mentioned um, something along the lines of, you know, you used to be that verbal assassin, right? You would never let a woman, you know, think that they could do better than you potentially. So with that being said, I do want to move into the next question which I'm going to pose to Willie. And that question is the one that is part two, like kind of part one, part two. And that is, do you think benching a woman is a form of abuse? And what I mean by benching is allowing someone you care about and whom you know cares about you to wait because you can't, like, I won't say can't, so you can find better or you're scared to love her in return and then going along with that do you think holding on to a woman when you know she's better than what you're ready for is a form of abuse?
2: Um, I'll start off by saying no, and I'll expand into it a bit. Well, so everyone has their own choices, right? Everyone makes their choices. Um, in this situation, you're not holding that individual against her will, right? Um, and if she wanted to leave, she could definitely do that. Um, As far as you benching her because you don't feel that you're ready for her, I feel like I don't think that's a form of abuse just because you're putting someone to the side that has the choice to either stay or go, right? Especially if it's communicated that maybe you don't feel that you're up to par with her, so you're going to work on yourself, or maybe you need more time to feel that you are on par with her, Um, but in that moment, I don't see it as abuse just because she could walk away from it if that's what she wanted to do. Um, now, if she makes the choice to stay with you or stay there until you feel that you're ready for her, then uh, I don't see it as a form of abuse just because she still has that option.
0: Okay. And do you, do you feel it's really that simple? Obviously, you're speaking from a male's perspective and maybe not 100% understanding a woman's perspective, but do you think it's that simple to <laughs> just walk away? Um
2: it all it depends on the individual, right? So from my perspective, you know, all I have is my perspective from my experience and stuff like that. Um, if I if I needed to walk away from a situation, regardless of how easy or hard it is, if you make the choice that you need to walk away, then you just gotta deal with, you know, the hurt and the pain and walk away from it. Right? Uh mm-hmm. for me is it, it is that cut and dry. Now, from a woman's perspective, it may not be that easy to leave someone that they love. If they're in love with this individual and they want to be with them, then I can see. Uh, maybe them putting themselves through that pain and agony of staying with him while he's working on himself or doing whatever, um, but just because that choice is there, I can't I can't see it as abuse.
0: Okay, I like that perspective. All right, and then last but definitely not least, we will do Carlos, and the question posed to you is. Is it ever okay to put your hands on a woman? If so, under what circumstances?
4: Okay. Yeah. Um uh, no, not at all. I don't think that's right at all. In in any circumstance just just off the simple fact that it's a woman and you're a man. It's kind of like like a bullying situation like you you know you're not going. I don't never respect that type of stuff like to I don't it, just somebody less you know what I mean? Less stronger than you, less. It's just, it's not fair. It's not a fair situation. It never will be.
0: Okay. And so can I, don't I, agree. I don't agree with that. May I ask, do you have children of your own? Carlos?
4: I don't have any kids.
0: Okay. Um. So I'm, I'm not sure if you're able to speak to it, but I would pose the question then, what if children were involved? would that be a different scenario
4: as in would it be okay to
0: to put your hand so let's say that she's trying to harm your children at at that moment if the only option you have is to you know physically move her to the side is that now an option are you there carlos
4: I don't know why it keeps doing that. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, but um, it's just a real fine line between between defending us because some I just I know some women can be, you know, they can get violent. They can be Mm -hmm. maybe more violent than you sometimes. They can grab stuff. They can. So as long as you're defending yourself and you're not trying to be, you know, do things to this person that's like you would another man. And mm-hmm. just show the truth.
0: Oh, you cut off again, Carlos.
4: That's um, uh, that's just defense at that at that point. But as far as a man being angry and putting their hands on somebody and just out of stuff like that, no, it's not acceptable. Okay. Because you can always leave. You can leave the situation. You can just walk away.
0: Okay. So, yeah, definitely being able to, as the man, knowing you're the the more dominant, the stronger person, you can just walk away at any point in time. So, the only circumstance that would ever be okay is if the woman is, like, severely trying to harm you or children, you would say. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, I did want to pose one final question to everybody, um, kind of answer it collectively as men. And that question is, what do you think is the number one reason that women fear men? And what can we do as women to protect ourselves better?
3: Uh, I, that's, to me, it's the it's simplest thing. Uh, listen, literally communicate. Uh, I think uh, with communication and understanding and uh, removing some of the emotion out of a situation can uh, cause for a better outcome. You know, I feel that often uh, whenever emotion uh, overcomes uh, a lot of females that I've dealt with, uh, you know, there's there's just no room for any more conversation or any more logic at that point. And whenever somebody has just a preconceived notion and they know everything and they're not willing to listen and understand and know that they could possibly learn something new, you know, we can all learn from everybody, right? I learn from people every day. Uh, whenever you give yourself the opportunity to learn more things, I think that that can uh, give us a, a better situation and prevent women from, from being scared if that's the case. If there is some fear. This, you know, that's something that, I haven't even been communicated to so I, mean, I think that's it's good that you're having these type of conversations and opening that up
0: okay so you think the open floor and communication is a starting point for women to protect ourselves against men
3: yeah ab- absolutely you know I Better. I think that's gonna yeah give give you guys an opportunity and everybody an opportunity to just get an understanding because we don't you know we, we've all been raised a little bit different right and you know, especially in this new generation with uh, MTV and uh, you know all this and Malibu's whatever live TV shows that they have you know we're really being influenced and steered into a certain direction so everybody has a different movie playing in their head right you know everybody was raised a little bit different depending on what kind of family uh, structure they had so I think when you can talk to somebody and, and understand where they're coming from it just gives you a completely different perspective you know I know that that I've, I've had my eyes opened and my perspective changed about people many a times where I thought I hadn't figured out. And, you know, after a short conversation, it's like, Oh, damn. Okay. That's why you do that. That makes sense.
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. Anybody else chime in on um, more specifically res- as an answer to, to why we may fear men?
4: Um, I I would say I didn't, I didn't kind of know that was, I guess, to just to fear a man, just like any man, or like fear for a reason, or just in general, just fearing a man.
0: So that question came from, it stemmed from women having fears of men in general, but also within relationships. So more so in relationships with it surrounding being able to walk away from an abusive situation. And then generally speaking, just being able to go out and be a woman. So I know for myself, if I speak on just me, I won't go out past a certain time at night. If it's too dark, I'm not walking anywhere alone at absolutely every point <clears throat> in time. If I'm listening to music, I have one headphone in and it's on low. So I'm so I'm aware of my surroundings. So just what we can do, obviously, with you guys being men, you You know your own motives, you know how you react in certain situations. So as women, what would allow us to feel more comfortable in our own skin, but with men still in the press?
4: I would say, I would say like, um, at least like relationship wise, and like, just the respect thing. I think, I think women have to, like, just kind of respect a man as a man. Besides boyfriend, girl, wife, whatever, is just respect as a man, knowing what that person is capable of, like Mm -hmm. just just like a general respect of not what a man is. Like that's how that's how I kind of look at it. Like even because I know in some situations I came across certain situations where you can be, you know, you can be called controlling, or you can be called like all this other stuff, and it's really Mm -hmm. just more of just me being a man uh, looking out more for your safety or your benefit if you know if I'm asking you not to be out you know all time of the night that's really more not because of me but because of you because you being out like that can put me in a situation to have to come somewhere or have to come get you or you know I can put myself in a dangerous situation from you having yourself out like that or just just um just being aware of other men too, being aware of how just how guys think, and that that right there, I would think would make females carry themselves a lot different and go about stuff away a lot different if they could if they would understand just kind of how <laughs> even just like a man' minds work.
3: Okay, I, w- I want to touch on something real quick. It's uh, just the way that you presented that, so um, you know, I-, I want to make it clear right that that uh, there's a lot of men out here who who are afraid of, of women, right? Like, you got these women out here who have a mentality that they're all about money. Uh, you know, they're all about, you know, hustling dudes. You know, you, you hear stories like Cardi B, when she was a stripper, used to drug dudes and, and steal from them, right? So this is like a, a new trend that's going on. So to have this, like, uh, idea that, oh, because you're a man and you're strong, uh, you could you could just be, you know, some guy who's like, no, absolutely not. Like, there's, there's 90% good people in the world right we only hear about the bad stuff so for and 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 i'm what you do is there's nothing wrong with being smart right like i keep my head on a swivel too like yeah i don't i don't you know stay at parties longer than you know people start stumbling and looking crazy like okay it's time to go i've never been at a party that's gotten shot up i've always left like within an hour within that time so there's nothing wrong with being smart understanding your situations and knowing uh you know that Not everybody has your best intentions at at heart, right? But to walk around uh, and look at every guy or or every guy who approaches you, whatever, like he's gonna snatch you up and take you in into the alley, you know, that's that's a very dangerous idea to have, right? Uh, Because then that's when you get these situations where the second a man expresses some type of emotion, like like my man here was just saying like where it might come across like he's doing something that he, where it's really like a, a concern or a support, but you know, where like, just like a woman's allowed to get emotional and upset. Like we get emotional and upset as well. But then you have with this idea that, that you're kind of saying, then that's when you get a woman who's like, Oh, don't hurt me. Don't, don't hit me. Like, hold up. Like we weren't even going to go there. So, you know, I think we got to get rid of this idea that, Oh, men are out here, you know, being uh, dangerous people. How can we be safer for men? Like, no, there's dangerous people. And a lot of couples actually do like kidnapping and stuff like that. You'll get a woman who will come be your friend and be like, hey, yeah, come over here. And then her boyfriend will kidnap you. You know what I mean? Like that's more common than just a guy doing it, you know? So we, we really, and that's, this is where conversations need to happen, right? Because right. with uh, with social media, the news, all this stuff, they just push this this narrative of fear and fear, 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 fear to the point where we're all like looking at each other like, you know, what, what are you trying to do to me? What are you trying to do to me? It's like, really, like, we all have that same thought. No, nobody's trying to do anything to anybody. You know, they're just trying to push that because that's what sells. And now we have these conversations like this, like, women are just afraid of men across the board. You know, I, we got we to gotta get away from that quick because that's dangerous. It
2: that is. I mean, very dangerous. I touched on it a bit. Um, and this, this is something I recently actually seen on a face, on an Instagram post, I believe. Uh, The the question was, you know, what would women do if men were, if there were no men around for 24 hours? And that opened my eyes, just the responses that was on that post, like as far as like women going on jogs at night, women be able to walk in a park, you know, without their headphones, I mean, with their headphones on and women just be able to be comfortable to be outside, to not be groped by men. So um, being a man and growing up in a household full of women and seeing how men have acted towards my loved ones or treating my loved ones or even my friends, you know what I mean, or, you know, situations you hear about through a friend's friend. Um, I believe women are are afraid of men, right? Just because think about how powerful men are. Men can, I mean, nine times out of 10, if a man wanted to grab a woman and do something to her, you know, there's not much that she can do to stop it. So in response to your question on how women can feel safe is like, I mean, you gotta, like they say, keep your head on a swivel. You gotta be vigilant and you gotta keep your eyes open right? I think you can't get too comfortable even when getting getting to know a man, right? You got to stay on your P's and Q's. You got to make sure that, you know, you trust your intuition because I mean, I know it's an old saying, kind of a cliche, but women's intuition is pretty strong. They usually have a good gut feeling about, you know, situations. So I think that women should just continue to trust their gut feelings. and, And yeah, it does suck because now you have that ideology where everyone's out to get you. But it's honestly, in my opinion, if I had a daughter, I would tell her the same thing. It's rather to be safe than sorry, right? Rather to be on the vigilant side and maybe a bit hesitant to get to know a man than just open up right away and he ends up doing some crazy shit to you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I love everybody. You everything. definitely gotta
2: know who you're talking to.
0: Yeah, I love everybody's point. I love everybody's perspective. Um, I agree. I, I do think it starts with conversations like this. Um, you know, getting to know just you gentlemen just having this conversation already makes me feel more comfortable. And as a woman, I know that's why I always do have my head on a swivel. I'm very hesitant to provide my number out, especially this day and age where everything is done through social media. Mm. I'm an old school person. I like to meet people in person first. I know that's been difficult over like the past years with COVID and everything, but um, I do agree. I think it starts with this conversation. Um, but I do have to say, as a woman, I, I do have to pay very close attention to my intuition. And I can say that it is rarely, rarely wrong. But I also take additional precautions. I, I guess the best way to say it is I immediately size men up when I meet them. So for me, that means I'm taking a look at you from 10 to 10, and I'm putting myself in the worst possible situation. If something happens, how do I get out of it?
2: And I think that's what you should do. I mean, if I'm looking at this from a perspective as if, if I had a daughter, right, a dad raising a daughter in this day and age, I would do, I would teach her exactly what you just said. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to size people up. You got to know, you know, how you can exit a situation if it goes to hell. Like you just got to do that. You got to be cocked into your surroundings. Like you have to be.
3: You know, I, I, in, in the world we live in, I agree with what you guys are saying. And and I'm just gonna go super far left field real quick. Because, I mean super far left. Uh, and this this is something recently that I've that I've very much been working on, and I'm just so so beyond um, just obsessed with it, and I believe in it because it's changed my life. Uh, I really do believe thoughts, thoughts are things and, and you do create your reality, right? Um, I, I do think if you constantly are in a state of sizing men up and you know you go on a date and like you know, could I break this? Could I put this dude in a in a headlock, you know, and and take him out. Okay, I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe I don't want to get too close to him. And then you know, you already got this preconceived notion, and that in itself is just going to send you on a path of like, you know, of of, of having a different See, so, experience yeah. than, than you oh, okay. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, connected, 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 connected. so you know, it's uh. But i Yeah, I I don't know. It's just uh. I think that if, if you continuously have these, these thoughts, you know, again, like you can, you can, you can keep the one you ear out. You, through, know, you yeah. can know that we live in this real world where real things happen, but at the same sense, right. I think that if you go into situations constantly, you know, looking for the nail being the hammer, like you're going to look at everything like a nail, right. So you're going to have to, you know, be very careful with that. And again, this is something that's very new and none, none of us, we're brought up with this idea of, you know, creating our reality with our thoughts and, like, you know, uh, self, being being in charge of ourselves, right? Because we got to get away from this, like, outside, blaming everybody else for our problems and, and why we do the things we do and try to look at why we do the things we do from our, from our own perspective, whatever that is, you know, whatever that is, so... You know, uh, again, it, I, I do, we all live in the same world. We all see all the crazy stuff going on. So, you know, I can't sit here and be like, oh, no, absolutely not. But in the same sense, you know, we, we got to try something different because next thing you know, you know, we're going to be dating karate girls in the year 2050, and they're all going to have AKs on their backs. You know?
4: Yeah, just just was saying that Like, um, I think as men, we pick up on that type of, we can pick up on that type of energy too, like somebody like, Mm-hmm. not being comfortable or being uncomfortable or being defensive. And that can, you know, like we can pick up on it and whatnot. And I would just Absolutely. say just to to stay with the same mindset, but just kind of be discreet about it. Just, I mean, just like how, you know, uh, I don't know, like just how anybody could have a set of skills, but they're discreet and you'll never know until you have to use it or until you have to be in that situation. So I was, that's all I would say about that. Like this, i mean i wouldn't want to walk around being defensive but just be aware and just okay. know what you're capable of and just make sure you're looking out for you but um yeah because
3: we, we can extreme, pick an extreme extreme case extreme case you could go take like a karate class and you know i mean like really get good at it and if you have that confidence that you can beat anybody up then maybe you could just get away from like you know worrying about it for a minute and that's like an extreme case and i'm, I'm being serious in the sense that women could go do that but you have to find out, find a way to allow yourself to be comfortable and open in order to get an organic experience for, for people to grow. Or else, you know, like he said, I mean, men pick up on that. We have an intuition sense about us as well, you know, where if a woman's, you know, like, uh, you know, this creep, you know, we like, OK, I'm not even trying to, like, be close to you or nothing. You know, I, I mean, there's cameras in here. So, I'm not, you know, it's, it's just it's uh, it's crazy because yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I would say from my experience,
4: I've done the same thing. I've done the same thing with just like how he was, how he was talking about how 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 uh, you know the like drug men and steal from them and all that type mm-hmm. of, like all that type of stuff. Like I'm cautious about that. Like I, me mm-hmm. me somebody new whatever. Like I'm I put my stuff up somewhere. Like just so if it does yeah. happen, it's like okay, you might you might not be able to get them find nothing whatever. But you know, we I still I still take those same type of precautions as well. Just yeah. from that that side of women being able to do that same type. It might not be physical, but they, they can still, you know,
0: still get, away get, with their,
4: get their way with stuff.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. We all have power in a sense. So yeah. No, I, I agree,
0: And I, I think it all started with this conversation. So I definitely appreciate you gentlemen very much for starting this conversation. I definitely think that it was needed. So again, I want to thank you for joining and if there's anything else that you kind of want to close out with, otherwise, you know, I want you guys to have a great evening. Thank you again for your participation, and we'll we'll talk soon. Sure.
2: Appreciate, you having you having Appreciate you having Appreciate
4: you having us. Thank
0: you. Have a good evening.
4: All
0: right, you too. Bye. Remember, follow me on Instagram at underscore Maddie Maxi to vote on topics. Also, follow the podcast at Chew the Fat underscore podcast to stay up to date on new episode releases until next time be safe i'm out of here